Welcome to In Focus, a discussion of current issues affecting our economy, featuring a review of the latest research and analysis from the Washington Research Council. Hello, my name is Lou Moore. I'm the president of the Washington Research Council, and today is our In Focus podcast episode for May the 26th, 2015. And I'm joined here today by Chris Schobloom, who is our research director and senior economist. And coming in today by phone is our senior research analyst, Emily Makings. Emily, what's going on down at the port? Well, on the 22nd, the West Coast Ports labor contract was finally ratified. The last contract had expired in last July, and as everyone, as our readers know, there had been a work slowdown at the ports um, beginning the end of last year and going into the beginning of this year. So hopefully this new five-year contract will stave off any more slowdowns in the near future, at least. We hope so. Yeah, uh, it, it said in the AP release that you quoted that uh, now the two sides must work to restore confidence that West Coast ports remain a reliable gateway for international commerce. Why that? Why might that not be the case? Uh, well, if the if it's difficult to get goods through our our ports on the West Coast and particularly in Seattle then shippers will go elsewhere. There, there's a lot of competition for the goods, and um, they have opportunities to go through East Coast ports um, or other West or Canadian ports, et cetera. So it's very important that the um, work continues at the Port of Seattle. Uh, and the um, the expanded um, uh, Panama Canal uh, is now right. scheduled to open up uh, in, uh, I believe, kind of, the spring of uh, 2016. There's continual delays on that, but that's the current. That's the current guess. Yeah, and out of Vancouver, they built a port out of uh, practically nothing in no time. It's uh, becoming somewhat of a competitor. And as Chris mentions, the widening of the Panama Canal that opens up the Gulf states into the competition, where uh, unions are not quite as strong as they are here in the on the West Coast. So. Yes. All right, Chris, uh, April employment report. Yes, um, on uh, Wednesday, we got the monthly uh, employment report from the state. Uh, This report covered uh, job growth from March to April. Uh, And in that period, uh, they now estimate uh, that the state added uh, uh, 8,200 jobs. as I always caution, um, these uh, initial numbers are, so, are the um, uh, result of a, of a survey uh, of employers. Uh, the number of job sites uh, uh, surveyed is, is in the state is relatively small, so there's a fair amount of uh, sampling error in this. And we won't know for sure the, uh, how things stand, uh, how things stood in April um, for a number of months. But for now, that's our best estimate. Um, so, so what is that telling us then? It's telling us that the, that the state is adding um, a goodly number of jobs. Um, the uh, uh, estimate for the previous month was revised up to 12,000 from the uh, initial estimate of 10,500. Um, uh, for the last uh, um, four months, uh, from, the, from December through April, the estimate is that the state had added uh, uh, th- uh, 39,400 jobs, a 
pace of just under uh, 10,000 jobs a month, which is a pretty good pace uh, movement. Um, of that, of that uh, uh, 39,400, 22,000 of the jobs were in the Seattle metro area. That's King and Snohomish counties, which together represent about half of the uh, And the Pierce. Job. And Pierce. No, no, no. Oh, they, not, not no, Pierce. no this, these, this one okay. is, is, for the, is for the what's called the Seattle Metropolitan Division. Um, okay. And those, uh, those two, those two counties together are about okay. or just about half, and then seventeen thousand four hundred jobs elsewhere in the state. Um, so, so we are having a bit more rapid job growth in the Seattle metro area, has, as has been the case, and uh, hope some of that uh, the things pick up. Uh, outside of Seattle. So uh, you always caution us about revisions, which is a good thing to do. So uh, all things being equal, uh, do you think this uh, number is likely to be revised upward or downward, or is that very random, or or is there a little bit of a pattern to how that works? Um, I would say that a downward revision is more likely than an upward one, but none of these these monthly um, uh, numbers from recent months has been so large that I look at it and say that that's clearly an overestimate. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll Um, just have to see. Yes. See where it goes. So, Emily, we started out talking about uh, West Coast Ports and about our port here in Seattle, the uh, contract ratified by the Longshoremen. That was a short-term bit of good news, and there were some allusions to the fact that there's a longer term, uh, a, a time horizon we have to look at uh, longer than what's going on right now with these ports. So you blogged on another uh, story related to the ports. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. The current Puget Sound Business Journal's cover story is about how the maritime sector is seemingly getting less respect from Seattle lately. The story notes that the uh, protest against the Shell oil rig that's um, being parked in the in the sound, and it notes how the industry's needs have been seemingly ranked below those of arena developers, and it talks about how transportation needs have not been funded. Um, all in all, the article raises the question, does Seattle still want to be that the global gateway that it is currently? Um, I sure hope so. I think it's the maritime sector is incredibly important to the economy and to the broader economy in Washington State, not just in Seattle. But there are have been a lot of issues lately that are raising the question. I think. Yeah. Well, it's uh, uh, you know this is a a. a this debate or this question is a product uh, of growth uh, here on the coast. This is not uh, the first area where this has gone on. I mean, maritime real estate is very expensive. You look down in California, uh, the town I grew up in, Redondo Beach, uh, went from somewhat industrial to million-dollar condos all the way across the beachfront uh, on the water. And uh, so there is an economic imperative to do something other than uh, in industrial enterprise, but uh, there is a question about uh, the the, the undergirding of our economy and the fact that that it would be good if we had an industrial port somewhere up here, and we seem to have most of the infrastructure in Seattle, so uh, I'm not sure how that's going to play out. You also mentioned the uh, transportation package in the legislature. Do you want to relate that uh, for our folks listening to to this conversation? The, well, there's the transportation sec- uh, package that's been uh, versions that have been the Senate passed a version earlier this year. The House um, 
have been working on one as well. They would increase the gas tax by, um, oh boy, 11.7 cents over three years um, and would spend, let's see, the Senate package would spend about $14 billion through 2031. And these would go through a number of projects around the state and they would um, increase the ability of freight to get through the ports. It's the essential point for this discussion. Sure, yeah. Well, as... as uh, uh, the import-export uh, business has expanded, uh, particularly imports coming in uh, the last many years, Seattle is, is extremely well positioned uh, for Asia because it's a shorter distance from here than it is from, like, say, Long Beach. But we've had, an, uh, you know, our whole grid, our whole transportation structure here is basically north-south when uh, freight mobility needs to have some pretty significant east-west elements to get stuff into the port, I'm other places and that's been a challenge we've had for many years and we haven't had a transportation package for several years and so a lot of choke points are existing that that uh, impair freight mobility and uh, anyway so you mentioned in, in this blog that uh, that some folks have believed that uh, this you know not having a transportation package uh, our inattention to some of these things is another indication we're not as concerned about moving freight as we are about high-priced real estate maybe on our coastline but, right. All right. I'm here with Emily Makings and Chris Showbloom. My name is Lou Moore. We're all with the Washington Research Council. This has been In Focus, and we're so glad that you joined us. Thank you. In Focus is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. Your tax-deductible investment allows our work to continue. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.